Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show, On The Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Kevin Hur is our fabulous producer on the other side of the glass. He's Y. We'll have fabulous bumper music and great callers and uh, occasional quips of wisdom and insight from street-level pedestrian-type viewpoints. And that's a good thing to have, incidentally, not a bad thing. And let's see, I'm Mark Lawrence. And Joe's here. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, I'm the afterthought. Ultra-conservatives. You remember to turn my microphone on today. How about that? He's got a man crush on Dr. Oz. When is your suspension of disbelief going to run out on him? I like Dr. Oz. (laughs) What's your problem? Based on what? Based on his record? Of doing a great TV show? (laughs) High ratings? (laughs) Uh, Come on. You know, there are a lot of people who have run for office that don't have a ton of experience in it. I think having an outsider in there would be probably pretty good for Pennsylvania right now. We've got one anyway. I mean, Fetterman is not exactly uh, an insider. Fetterman's not exactly doing anything. I like uh, like, uh, Connor Lamb on the Democratic side, to be honest with you. Okay, well, maybe you can vote for him in the fall. And I would think if we had Connor Lamb and Dr. Oz, running, we probably would have the two best candidates out there. You think so? Okay. Yeah, it'd be hard to... It's Fetterman's going to be painted with that socialism brush again. And uh, Connor Lamb, you can't do that. So uh, that might be interesting. But I I think uh, Dr. Oz is our next uh, senator, unfortunately. So Why unfortunately? What do you have against the man? Oh, I just think you have great great candidates that have uh, substantial things to say and do if they get to Washington with plans and and uh, experience, too. I, the experience doesn't really bother me. It's just well, the fact that he doesn't Connor have Lamb any plan. He doesn't have anything. He doesn't right. say anything about China. He doesn't know anything about what inflation. What does Connor Lamb say about China? What oh, does Fetterman say about China? I couldn't really tell you a thing. I've no, only ever right. looked. You're right. You don't know. You don't know. You well, always wave your finger at me and say, you don't know. Well, I've only looked into <laughs> us <laughs> to see what his website says, and he says we're for, under construction. So, <laughs> But he'll, he'll have plans when the time comes. Well, so. well there you go. He, and I'll bone up on those other candidates if you insist on I don't insist, you. but you're telling me that Dr. Oz has no plan, and yet you don't know any of any plans the others have. Alright. 1-800-795-9565. You'd like to weigh in on our argument on the market sponsor with the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. You can call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and you can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OT of course, Dr. Oz leads in not only the number of Republicans who say they'll vote for them, him, given the opportunity next month, but he also leads in the number of Republicans who say they would never
never vote for him because he has he has the highest disdain ratings in the Franklin and Marshall poll. Oh, so they they now measure disdain. Right. Yeah. Th- these are Republicans. And that's called the disdain Republican disdain poll. Right. Is they it? ask you if do you have any negative feelings and uh, and you would not vote for you know Connor Lamb or, or Lou Barletta or whatever it happens to be and he by he has like a thirty percent disdain. Well, Lou Barletta is running for governor, not senator. right. No, I'm just saying. But they did they pulled about him too. Now he has uh, he's he's second with like twelve percent, and then all the rest, most of them don't really have any uh, negatives that they carry into the race. I think. Uh Oh well, there's so Joe Gale has negatives. They're non-entities, in other words. Well, they just don't have. You know, there's not so much knowledge. But I think you're going to see those numbers change because they are. The debates are happening. The TVs and the radio stations and the candidates are appearing around here. Well, just remember 2016. Nobody had more negatives than Donald Trump, and yet he won the presidency. Right. Yeah, I'm not saying it's going to keep him out of the White House. Of course, in 2020, nobody had more negatives, and he lost the presidency. <laughs> Well, yeah. Oh, one of our There's listeners that. sent us this. Did you see this? Uh, Trump accomplishments? Yes. Yes, it's a list of President Trump's accomplishments. Right. Uh, America gained... Well, you don't, mean, don't want me to read it, eh? Oh, I'm sorry. There you go. <laughs> America gained 7 million new jobs, more than three times the government experts' projections. The middle-class family income increased nearly $6,000, more than five times the gains during the entire previous administration. Which was eight years, and Trump only right. had four. The unemployment rate reached 3.5 percent, the lowest in a half century. He achieved in 40 months in a row with more job openings than job hirings. More Americans reported being employed than ever before, nearly 160 million. Jobless claims had a nearly 50-year low. The number of people claiming unemployment insurance as a share of the population hit its lowest on record, and incomes rose in every single metro area in the United States for the first time in nearly three decades. All right, so keep keep count of that, because I think our email wants us to see there's more well, there's more okay yes. so what is that 25 or so all right hold on Actually, there's more yeah, yeah, massive deregulation there's more it's yeah go ahead few. and read the categories oh, america's go, back, en- go back to them uh, okay america's energy independence. independence fair and reciprocal trade deals there's more investing in america's workers and families that these are pages Life-saving response to uh, covid he said right Vaccine. well it's quite a quite a list great health care for here. americans Remaking the federal judiciary, achieving a secure border. So, what would you say? There's probably 200 things that are listed here. Well, Does that only scratch the surface? Right. So, yeah, <laughs> there's probably 200 things listed there. And so, yes, he had DP, a deplorable personality, but he did get a lot accomplished because he didn't care what people think, thought. He didn't have his finger in the air with a wet finger to determine which way the wind was blowing. He knew what he wanted to do, and he got it done. He probably could have stayed president if he didn't have all his deplorable characteristics as you characterize them. You know, things like, uh, things that didn't sit well, you know, like fomenting the January 6th uh, insurrection. Well, that was after the election. You well, can't say true. that contributed well, that's still to his one of defeat. His, well, that's true. That's still one of his character flaws, though. Was uh, But uh, when I say fomenting, that was something that happened during his time in office. You know, I mean, things like the Muslim ban and... There was um, no Muslim ban... 
uh, oh, how you well, keep this, repeating this idea the same that, old hackneyed that, stuff. That America's supposed to be white. If you're not white, then he didn't say you're that. welcome to be a guest you know, here. And did, is, did you happen to catch, and that's not one of the lists on the list of accomplishments here, but Donald Trump significantly improved his uh, standing among uh, people of color and minorities. Did he? Okay, good. Well, when you're starting now, out so in the So what basement. are you saying? Because they're too dumb to recognize what... What he was doing? No, no, that he just, was a I, racist. No, no, I'm. I didn't say that he did anything negative against blacks. He just did everything that would help white supremacists, and that's why I think. Like you, what? What well, did he do that would help white supremacists? Well, I think this encouragement that you know that it's going to be wild, and and making sure that they knew that they had a place in Washington D.C. if they wanted to come, and he would say like, what did he say about the squad one time that they should go back to their countries even though they were born in the U.S. You know, well, it's, not it's, all of them it's were. Just things like that, and of course during the NFL game. Uh, when blacks would protest by kneeling, he said they should immediately be fired. Of course, he's the owner of cancel culture. So, uh, or what, what, what did he say? He said something against the Goodyear tires that were on the beast one time because the company was doing something. So he said, don't buy Goodyear tires. I don't know. I, I don't remember that one. Push the protesters out of Lafayette Square. He did not. They were going to be pushed out anyway. Right, okay, but he just allowed it and took advantage of it. So, I honestly, I think that list that whomever sent this, you know, there probably are, of the 200 things that are there, they're probably great, but you cannot be a total and ridiculous train wreck of a human <laughs> and stay president in the U.S. Seriously, I mean... I well, mean, I think he's his own worst enemy. I'm not going to argue that point right. with you. I mean, he's, he really right. did himself in, as far as I'm concerned. So whomever sent us that list, and I think... It was it, our friend Dennis. Okay, well, that's fine. It's probably a good list. Probably has uh, probably half of those things could be verifiably accurate, and the rest, you know, might be opinion, or you could have a discussion about Imagine what he could have accomplished if he would just reeled in himself and not just been such a. That's the real tragedy of the Trump administration. Yeah, that's the real tragedy. Right, he brought it all on himself. But on the other hand, you know, a lot of it was pushed on him by the left wing media that just wouldn't give him a break from day one. And you can't deny that. They did not do anything other than that. I don't think he did get a fair shake. And he wasn't the first president. He might have been the. got the worst treatment from the media. But at the same time, Joe, if somebody pushed back against you, do you become a smaller person and and more ignorant and more buffoon, or do you do you fight back intelligently and respond? Like if I say to you, you know, Joe, today we're just going to talk about baldness. Do you say, well, Mark, you're stupid, you're an idiot? I uh, could ask the cops, <laughs> right? Ask the cops to go ahead and beat on you and encourage violence. Now, and, who who did he ask the cops to beat on? Uh, who this would have been when he was campaigning the first time. He in ordered 2016. somebody. He, he told the cops to people. stay away while house people were roughing somebody up. His people, you Right. Mean. So, but in any event, look, look, I'm just, I'm trying to say that there's an intelligent response to criticism and there's a buffoonery response. And he would always choose the buffoonery response. So he could have still easily been president. One of our good listeners says he was the best president ever. And that may very well be true, but he was his own worst enemy, as Joe has pointed out. Well, we do agree on that that part of it. But I think that you can't lay it all at his doorstep. We talk about what percentage of uh, responsibility Joe Biden has for inflation. Uh, what percentage of responsibility does Donald Trump have for the way he was treated, you know, and how he responded to it, 100%. Uh, But as far as 
what people did to him. He had no control over that. Right. Well, you I know, and he, he responded the only way he knew how. Let's face it, you were dealing with a New York City real estate developer who was used to the give and take, push and shove, knock them down as best you can way of doing business. And the American people knew that when they elected him, and they liked that toughness. They liked <laughs> that single-minded purposeness that I don't care what you say, I'm going to get my job done. And he did. One of our listeners says he tried to ban TikTok. I wouldn't say that I actually remember that incident. I don't either. <laughs> okay, well, we'd have to look it up. thought you were going to say Tic Tacs. Maybe he didn't like mints. <laughs> he didn't like no mints. No mints. Mint, no mints for anybody. No mints. All right, so that is our first email. What is the second one? This is the only other thing. Thank, Thank you, you. Mark, for correcting Joe. Joe, you just don't get it. What is it that I don't get? I go. I guess this is leftover from yesterday. Please elaborate, uh, <laughs> Mr. Well, I don't know if it was signed. No, it was, but it wasn't. 1-800. It was, but it wasn't. All righty. Folks, it was signed by, by signed, but it wasn't by a mister. <laughs> All right, well, welcome on board, everybody. Today's on the mark show is on the air, but it isn't. So, on the mark is sponsored <laughs> by the Sunbury Motor Company. Toll free line open, call us 1 800 795 9565. That's 1 800 795 9565. You can email us at on the mark at and text us to 70236. Include the keyword OTM, one of our good list. Foments, foments, right. <laughs> What's the definition? Does that happen to be in front of you? <laughs> so, uh, instigate or stir up. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I think President uh, Trump stirred up. I don't think he necessarily... Instigate sounds so direct. You know, I, I stop at about 50% responsible. You say he's... What, we, you stuck at like 30% responsible for, for January 6th? For Trump, yeah, I think around 30%. 30%, okay. I say 50, but other folks say more. Foments. Right. Thank you. 1-800-795-9565. Yeah, today is National Big Word Day, too. Oh, good. Every day's big word for us around here, thanks to Joe. So, okay, with alacrity i must go to the phones eric you're on the mark gentlemen thank you for taking my call joe are you sitting down yes you always sit down uh we are in agreement uh you might remember about what? oh maybe six eight weeks ago i was uh jumping for connor lamb as my uh person for uh the senate uh especially on the democratic side initially and we're in agreement on that uh <laughs> Connor Lamb uh, is represents the common man, as the uh, Democratic Party often does. And one of the biggest things I like about Connor Lamb is he talks about retirement security, and he is advocating and stating he will uh, defend uh, Medicare uh, and uh, Social Security benefits, um, which is important for the people in our valley, especially people like myself and. You guys who are at least partially retired, right? Well, they may, may be <laughs> Yeah, not me. I'm, uh, a, I'm a working class um, dog. And um, he is uh, a voice of the people. Um, uh, one thing I like about him is he wants to raise the, the cap on as a way of paying. For, everyone says, well, okay, Democrats, how are you going to pay for things? Well, he wants to raise the cap on uh, retirement or uh, Social Security income so that the folks who, who have higher income, such as, uh, you know, uh, I believe it's about 142000 or something like that after that, you don't have to pay on Social Security. Uh, my perspective is this. Um, if you are in our society and you are able to make income, and that income, I think, is, is just earned income and so forth. I don't think it's uh, capital gains, that type of thing. You should be paying more. And I'm going to say it this way. If you are someone who's making that kind of money, you are probably some sort of employer or, or people are working for you. Uh, or you're gaining uh, your income from other people. 
uh, our society, unfortunately, has turned away from traditional retirement. Things like um, um, you know, pensions, that type of thing, where people could earn their way through as they go along. And you'll counteract, say, well, there's 401ks. Well, it's hard to put money into a 401k if you're not paid enough money to get by in the first place. So why not utilize, raise that capital, Social Security, so people will pay more into the fund and help resolve that fund. So at least we have Social Security and uh, Medicare going forward for at least a basis for our people who are retired, uh, the working man, the, the ones who have no longer have pensions because we've also destroyed the unions in this country and this state. And uh, Connell Lamb is for that. And that's one of the reasons I'm for him. I'm against Mr. Fetterman. I've been against Mr. Fetterman from the time he took his tour around trying to uh, to promote medical ma- uh, marijuana, period. Not medical marijuana, but marijuana, period. And I think Mr. Fetterman is unelectable. And Mr. Lamb is uh, standing up for the common man, and that's who's going to get my vote next month. Well, I think Fetterman stands for the uh, Fetterman will tell you he common stands man for the common as well, man. yeah. So common, in fact, that he's accused of <laughs> being a to socialist. Me, to me, the, the, the marijuana issue is a make-or-break issue. Oh, you yeah, don't want well, legal pot? Absolutely not. I got you. What's Connor's view on that? Um, I, I believe he's neutral on that. I don't believe, That's not one of his planks that I've saw. So um, okay. I'm not sure exactly. I'm looking. I mean, I know some, several of his, you know, I don't know his issue on China either. Is that, is that uh, <laughs> you know, extremely relevant? I'm against China. Me, it's not. Um, but, um. Uh, to me, the retirement and protecting Social Security, so folks like my dad and and, and mom and me later in life, you know, uh, we have at least that basis. We have some sort of floor underneath our folks, so yeah. going forth that they won't be, you know, having to choose. Well, as a Republican, I'm hoping the Democrats nominate Fetterman. <laughs> I'm sure you are. <laughs> and he's leading in the polls because he has a name, because he's... And, uh, you know, um, I don't think so. uh, Connor is is coming on as there's more, you know, information about him coming out. But I will say, I mentioned him. You asked me, uh, it was probably two months ago, Joe, who I was for. And I did say Connor Lamb, and I'm continuing to back him. No, I agree. He's the best candidate on the Democratic side. Mm -hmm. And and what what does uh, your candidate, Joe, say about Social Security? (laughs) Joe doesn't know. He's in favor favor of it. About... uh, Eric, oh, Joe, Joe does not like know. No, Ed, Joe no does not know. No, no Republican about opposes Dr. Social Oz. Security. He doesn't know anything about Dr. Oz. Does any Republican ha- have a way of trying to make sure that Social Security is continuing to be paid for? No, he do- he's only. It's a man crush. That's all it is. It has. <laughs> a, a, it relates to rhetoric. Nothing yeah. of substance. Joe will now look at his website because he's being found out. I happen to like Dr. Oz. Right, you like him. Okay. <laughs> you and, and you can't argue issues. And why? I'll I like call him. you out on, on issues. I like it because he's an outsider. Name. He comes to guys like gangbusters on television. I've explained to you yesterday, the day before, exactly why I'm against them. And and those are undefendable. The fact of the matter is, he is not an 8th Pennsylvanian. He is, he is carpetbagging coming here at the last moment because we have an open Senate seat. Joe, do you believe, and I'll ask you a question, I'll, I'll ask your opinion, uh, do you believe if there was an open Senate seat in New Jersey that uh, that uh, Dr. Oz, Ahmed Oz, would have come to Pennsylvania to, 
to run. Have no idea. I have no. I I don't know the man personally. I don't know what his motivations are. I know that he has, you know, demonstrated over the years that he is a guy who can achieve what he sets out to achieve. And what and, is that? Well, first uh, of all, he wanted to become so he, a. He can achieve being well, a you asked me a question. Let me answer. You asked me a question. You asked me a question. Let me answer it. He's achieved his status as a, a medical doctor. He's uh, worked very hard to uh, make health information available to the American public, whether you like what he's saying or not. Has a Hollywood he's, Walk of he Fame stands star. Up, he stands up for what he believes in. He analyzes stuff. Sometimes he goes back on what he thought earlier and makes intelligent decisions in the opposite direction. I think he's a guy who's demonstrated that he is a reasonable man, a conservative man, who will bring those principles to the United States Senate. And what is his views on health care? <laughs> Come on, Eric. This is going to end nowhere. That, that me and other people have at least basic health care so that if they have to take their kids to the doctor, they have coverage. Or they have to have an operation; they don't forego it. And, and do you know the doc? You believe Doctor Oz is opposed to those things? <laughs> as a medical can doctor, you tell me he was for them. Yes, I can he tell you. As a conservative, and most conservatives I had have hate hate the Affordable Care Act. He took the Hippocratic oath. You know, I believe he holds well, that, that sacred. That relates to treatment of people. And not when's the last boats. time Doctor Oz actually practiced medicine? <laughs> I think he probably did a little while he was on his show. When was the he? last time Connor Lamb had a regular job? When was the last time Connor <laughs> Lamb was actually in the Army? Uh, Connor Lamb had a regular job prior to getting elected to the House of Representatives. And what was that job? Um, what was that job? I'm not sure. Something... Uh... <laughs> All right. To be continued. <laughs> Eric, thank you so All much. All I know is Connor Lamb comes from a family who's been in Pittsburgh for generations. All right. He's a good candidate. And there's no and argument Ahmed about Oz that. has a family that's been in... Oh, I'm sorry. In Turkey for generations. <laughs> That's right. We can't have these foreigners. I, you call up and you're all in favor of the open border policy in the South. Uh, but here's when a, did I ever say I was in favor of the open border policy? Here's a regular guy who comes into this country. I have some views on helping the common working man that I, I follow everything that the Democrats are doing. That's a big assumption on your part. I have never said I was for open borders. Yeah, Joe. I've uh, never yeah. heard you call in and oppose any Democratic principles. Oh, brother. <laughs> Moving on. All right. Thank you so much, Not that you have you any gentlemen. obligation to. I appreciate the discourse. And yep. always good to thank have you. you call. Take right. care. 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. Joe's looking up Dr. Oz's policies. <laughs> now he's already in love with them. Now he's going to back it up with facts. <laughs> There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Love. Exciting and new. Come aboard. We're expecting you. Yeah, Joe and Dr. You don't even Oz. know who that singer. You don't even know who that singer is, do you? 
Uh, Jack Jones. Oh, I would have never guessed that in a million years. One of our listeners says... Says uh, what? Connor Lamb has been on both sides of the marijuana decriminalization uh, issue. Connor Lamb votes for federal marijuana decriminalization after opposing it in 2020. He votes against more act, a bill to decriminalize marijuana. So another contortionist, right? You know, we were asked what Dr. Oz said about health care. He says, I've spent my career in medicine working to empower people to take control of their own lives. The government wants to tell you how to live your life, provide for your family, and make your own, uh, make uh, make your health care decisions. I believe you should be in control. All right. Yeah, I have no doubt that he has great policies on all of these things, but you're just in love with him because you're in love with him and has nothing I'm to do with I'm in love with him because I think he's going to be the best Republican candidate to take, to take the Senate seat. Well, he certainly is electable. I would have liked to have had the existing United States Senator remain in office, to be honest with you. Mm, I don't know. A lot of folks think this will be an upgrade. Well, they don't, they, Toomey wasn't Republican enough for them. In, in well, this year, Republican where, enough for me. I think right. Toomey, me too, Toomey but, demonstrated uh, that he was a, a thoughtful, intelligent man. So. Oh, yeah, but Republicans don't want that. Yes, we do. <laughs> that's why we want Dr. Oz. <laughs> All right. I got a quick question. Mark, you said it was was a long word day or something? Uh, National Big Word Day. Big try, Word Day. Try confabulating with voluminous vocabulary. This is from CBS. The biggest word in the English language is pneumomicroscopic ciliovolcaniconosis, which is... Oh, I beg to differ. Oh. <laughs> I, I believe that... Uh, Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious is quite the bigger word. There. Even though the sound of it is really quite atrocious. Exactly. <laughs> Was that 45 letters long? This word's bigger. I don't know. I'd have to sit and count. Yeah, which we're not going to do. Anyway. It's a little early in the day for me to think in the first place. But it's National Big Word Day. Are you big happy, Joe? Day. I like big words. Of course, it, the next thing on the list, it's now also National Kindergarten Day. Never use day. one syllable when ten <laughs> will do. So there's a day, this whole day is set aside for Joe and I. Joe enjoys National Big Word day and I enjoy National Kindergarten Day. 34. Give or oh. take a letter. Okay, well then this other <laughs> word is bigger. It's... <laughs> Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Pneumocultramicroscopic ciliovolcaniconosis. Well, really, you're being supercilious. I gotta find that one. Uh, Pneumo what? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> n- Pneumo no. Pneumo no. Pneumo. It's... Uh, well, how can I send this to you? Numo's a prefix. I'll be, I'll give you this during the break. All we're right, we're all forty right. seconds. Because I gotta break. find that. I'll just hand it. <laughs> to I you. gotta find that word. Well, I don't think you're gonna get a pronouncer for this puppy. Well, <laughs> Numo ultra microscopic ciliocovolcanoconiosis. Right. Knock it off. <laughs> Jeez. That's it for this segment of On the Mark. We'll be back after we have the news from CBS. All these thoughtful people <laughs> send us words, and I end up reading one thing. This is an educational <laughs> program here, Joe. I mean, come on. <laughs> Educational? I think not. All right, so we're going to continue. Sorry, folks, we're going to continue during the 9 a.m. hour. We'll have open phones. We'd love to hear from you on the phone. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WDKOK Sunbury, 9 a.m. Good morning. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, 
Mark Lawrence, and Joe McGranahan. Numino Ultramicroscopic Silico Volcano Coniosis. What? <laughs> there is a pronouncer for that? Numino Ultramicroscopic Silico Volcano Coniosis. It's a disease caused by the d- dust from a volcano. Oh, really? Yeah. How and about it's that? The, considered the longest word in the English language right at the moment. It is the longest word in English according to the Oxford English Dictionary. One of our listeners says sesquipedalia is the practice of using big words. See, Joe, there's a name for you. You just <laughs> thought it was like bipolar or something like that. There's a lot of names for Joe, but most of them we can't use on the radio. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. It was, it was teed funny. up. It was teed up. I couldn't avoid it. Kevin's been practicing that for 30 years. You two were working on years. this during the break, I know. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'd like see. to say we coordinate that well, but that's not true. <laughs> well, I know he left the studio with the express intent purpose of seeing you so <laughs> um what was that you knew how to say this uh, joe anti-disestablishmentarianism okay that was at one point the longest word in the uh, dictionary but it now was, uh, that was a question on a quiz show uh, back in the 60s. Okay. My father actually used that word to teach me when I was in grade school how to sound out words to spell them. That's the word he used. Anti. Isn't that isn't that strange? Anti-establishment dysentarianism. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Okay. All righty. I don't think I got it right more than twice, but still, I mean, that was the word he used. That's he had funny. me at alacrity, but now it's gotten worse. Okay. Well, hold on to that. That will be the word of the day, that pneumo micro thingamabob. So stand by. We'll use that. Numino ultramicroscopic silico volcano coniosis. You hear her slight hesitation at volcano? Well, she had to breathe somewhere in the middle of that word. When she knows you're in charge of volcanic response, she doesn't want to offend you. Probably not. Yeah. It, it is a... Mark, Mark, I think you said this. It's a chronic lung disease caused by inhalation of fine sulcate or quartz dust. Okay. Oh, quartz dust. Okay. Yeah, or, or quartz silicate. dust is silicate. bad for Sorry, you. That's, that uh, quartz dust, they use it as a uh, insulator. So, you know, it, it's not, a, of course, obviously not a conductor, but if you want to prevent two things that tend to conduct, you put a thin layer of quartz dust between them. So now you know some more nonsense. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at onthemarket.wkok.com and text us at 70236. And uh, that is our telephone number, 1-800-795-9565. Email onthemarket.wkok.com. Text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. On the Market sponsor of the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. We do have some news headlines. He wasn't even going to run for office, but recent events under President Joe Biden changed that for Bloomsburg native David McCormick. He is one of the GOP U.S. Senate candidates in Pennsylvania and spoke to reporters at a rally at the Frosty Valley Country Club near Danville Wednesday evening. McCormick said the disaster of pulling troops out of Afghanistan was one thing. Now, he says, he hopes to soon have an opportunity in Washington to fight is killing working families, it's killing small businesses, it's killing elders who are on a fixed income. We sit on top of the greatest natural gas reserves in the world. If Pennsylvania were a country, 
we'd be the fourth largest natural gas reserves in the world. And we have to unlock it. With that came a strong endorsement uh, from U.S. Congressman Dan Muser and U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, who just happens to be a lifelong McCormick acquaintance, dating back to their days at West Point. You all will start voting in just a handful of days here in Pennsylvania. The nation's watching. The nation is watching us work to reclaim the greatness of our country. And sending someone, someone like Dave McCormick, to Washington, D.C. is something that you all can be proud of. You will provide enormous contribution to this nation, and I know that Dave will. McCormick also responded to recent political ads criticizing his views on China. It's an economic threat. It's a national security threat. Mike Pompeo knows this better than anybody and really has led the charge that will push back on China and put it in its place. We still don't know what the hell happened with COVID, right? A million lives, trillions of dollars of economic cost, and we still don't know how this happened. So we should hold China accountable for that. McCormick also mentioned a strong support for the Second Amendment and pro-life policies, as well as aggressively attacking what he called the fentanyl crisis and the crisis at the southern border. Wednesday's rally capped off three stops in the valley, including one in Snyder County at the Country Creamery, which Joe's been there probably dozens of times. And he also visited strong industries in Point Township, Northumberland County. The state's giving Sunbury $800,000 for streetscaping. PennDOT and our local elected leaders say that they'll get new sidewalks and guardrails and LED lighting on the hill section of Market Street and the Sunbury and some improvements at 10th and Chestnut Streets. Evangelical Community Hospital got a half a million dollar grant from the USDA and the American Rescue Plan uh, for ancillary equipment and patient monitors and an ALS medic unit with radio equipment already purchased. The deadline to register to vote in Pennsylvania's May 17th primary is fast approaching. Our correspondent Mark Sims is following that. Acting Secretary of State Lee Chapman says the deadline to register to vote in the primary is May 2nd. The easiest way to register to vote is through our online voter registration system, and voters can go to our website. It's vote, V-O-T-E dot P-A dot gov, and they can access our online voter registration system. People can also register through the mail or in person at county election offices and other locations. Chapman reminds state residents that Pennsylvania has closed primaries meaning in order to vote, a person has to be registered as a Democrat or a Republican. However, all registered voters are able to vote on any local ballot questions. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. WHTM-TV is reporting that they will be among uh, the television stations in Pennsylvania carrying Thursday's tonight's debate between three of the Democratic Party candidates vying for the seat of U.S. Senator Pat Toomey, Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman, U.S. Congressman Connor Lamb, and State Representative Malcolm Kenyatta will debate at 8 p.m. ABC 27 WHTM says they'll have it live. WBRE-TV is also listed on the stations. They are 503 on Service Electric Cable Vision. I know that to be true, and their website is pahomepage.com if you want to watch the Democratic uh, debate tonight. And finally, who would have thunk that you're going to need this? The Tony Awards has issued a no-violence policy. (laughs) The Tony Awards are coming up in an attempt to prevent more violence, the Will Smith-style slap incident. They've issued a strict no-violence, no-contact, no-slapping, no no punching, no physical contact of any kind at this year's ceremony. Tony Award bosses warned this year's attendees that any violence will not be tolerated. Uh, and the 70... <laughs> <which is laughs> so, that it's, so it's not acceptable 
no, to no. do any of that stuff? Yes. Okay. I, I just... I, I didn't realize you had to announce that before well, an award yeah. ceremony. Well, these people are rather childlike. You need right. to tell them that their diaper needs to be changed and they shouldn't <laughs> slap anybody. Will Smith. Obnoxious <laughs> outbursts are not going to be tolerated. Oh, well, that, they might have that. The 75th Annual Tony Awards will air on CBS and Paramount Plus Sunday, June 19th at 8 p.m., but they want to get the warning out now. So don't even buy an outfit if you're planning on being violent at the Tony Awards. So are you allowed? to boo if the person that won you didn't support? Is that acceptable? Uh, it doesn't say anything about right. vocal outbursts. I just I just wondered if they drew the but line. But it's a pretty that. calm crowd. <laughs> These are theater awards. It's not like Hollywood or something. <laughs> All right. Thank you. All right, you must be on your good behavior or we will we will take drastic action. Are you okay, buddy? You're still <laughs> stuck at the tone. I can't just, get over this. It's a no violence, <laughs> no slapping, punching, or physical contact of any kind, any unwanted physical contact. Uh, you can hug, but the person has to give you written permission in advance. If this were the ESPYs, I might understand yeah, it a little SB, bit right, more. The athletes, <laughs> right, the athletes are the correspondents. ESPYs are for broadcasters? Sports. Uh, sports figures. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so yeah, yeah sports. Yeah, it's an ESPN created. Right, well, yeah, you could, you could have the, like members of the Mets there. I think I'd like to have a policy here in the program. No slapping, no punching, no oh, kicking, no slapping. Like we really need it. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, we're, we're too immature to figure this out for ourselves, that this is how we ought to behave. Oh, Kevin has a new word. What, immature? <laughs> immature, yeah. No, 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 no. I resemble that word too much, so we're not going <laughs> to use that. <laughs> Your picture might be well, next we got a lot Wikipedia. Well, we've got a lot of stuff here hanging fire that we ought to get to. Okay. Uh, one of our good listeners is uh, not happy with Eric. our president. Uh, oh. I, actually, I was thinking of Doug, but Doug, either all right, way. All right, we'll go with Doug. Mark, and this is from Doug. Mark said that we can't have a guy like Trump as president because of some things he had said. But I guess it's perfectly fine to have a guy who doesn't know what's going on half the time and isn't allowed to speak off of script. They even have to put a staffer in the Easter Bunny outfit to keep him from talking to the public and show him where to go, assuming you've seen the video. Yeah, Trump may have said stuff that was an embarrassment to our country, but at least there was some level of respect. Biden is a total disaster, embarrassment, and not respected at all by other countries because other countries know that he's incompetent and isn't running our country at all. Wow, remarkably lucid. I agree. All right. Thank you. Uh, start at the top of the text. All right. Please. Well, we have a call coming in. Eric, the Affordable Care Act is anything but affordable. Uh, Dr. Oz can fix a broken heart. Oh, my. Fix Trump. Yeah, we need <laughs> Trump as president. Come on. All right. Eric, there was an open Senate seat in New Jersey in 2020, and he failed to run in that race. The question is why. He wasn't ready. Okay. Um, well, plus I he would have had this a, one. Uh, to apparently, run. without the context, it makes no sense. That's accomplished, not accompanied. Okay, yeah, that maybe something we said. Or probably something I said. And then the reason Trump couldn't be allowed to win in 2020 was because he was getting things done, things the establishment said they wanted to do but never did. All right. And Biden has done just as much in one year as Trump did in four years. <laughs> and he did it while he was asleep. As much bad things or good things? Bad stuff. Accomplishments. Right. All right, right 1-800-795-9565. Dick, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. 
this is for Joe. You know, over the on the number of years that I've listened to this, he's talked about people flip flopping on their positions. But now, when he got to Doctor Oz, after thoughtful thoughtful research and so on, he changes his he just changes his position. He doesn't flip flop. What's right. the difference? But that well, no, but, he is a but, flip he is a flip flopper. If you want to call that bad, call it bad. Well, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying that. But you've made a big deal about all these different politicians flip flopping. But you to him, you just he just changed his position. You didn't say flip flop. You, you, a while ago, you just said he changed his position. Well, that's flip flop. That's what a lot of people do after they think about stuff. They change their position, right. and then you call it flip flop. The other thing I want to bring up with you: you're seven. You were we're both seventy-eight years old. My mother had dementia, had Alzheimer's. My relatives had, and you seem to make a lot of light of it. Whether, whether Biden has it or not, you're not a doctor. You're not qualified. But my point is, you seem to make a lot of make light of people that have dementia or whatever. No, not at all. It's, a, it's a serious I, I, I condition. Think that's absurd. It's a serious you must have condition. Have a lot of friends that had dementia or Alzheimer's. It's a serious condition. Come one on. that when people have it, they should get treatment. My problem I is... I understand that part, and I've, my family has, has dealt with it. But my point, every time you bring it up to Biden, you, 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 just, you, you, you talk like he's, he has dementia and Alzheimer's, and you're not qualified to make a judgment. Well, and let me let me intervene here real quick. Dick, you're 100% right. A lot of folks are very sensitive to it. You are not the first person to tell us that. You know, I've made fun of the fact that uh, um, I say that uh, President Biden has cognitive decline. People who are sensitive to that or are actually formed, uh, you know, informed on things like that say, first of all, it's insensitive to use that as a politically disparaging remark, you know, in President Biden's 80, so this is what you get, and that uh, we should tone it down. So you are in very safe ground pointing well, this out. That's, it that's, irritates that's, it people. Always just rubbed, it grates me the wrong way as, a, as somebody that has dealt with this with a bunch of my family members. And I'm 70. Hell, I might have it. Right. Joe, you might have it, Joe. My point being is I just, I just don't make light of it like you seem to. No, I don't, I'm not making... really good friends of mine, classmates and good friends of mine that have suffered and died from, from base dementia and Alzheimer's. I'm not making... It's a, it's a death sentence. I'm eventually. not making, I'm not making light... I just don't make fun of it like you seem to... Well, you, <laughs> Apparently, you I'm not going to be allowed to answer Biden this. Can, you know, he can't think, he can't do this, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. You go on. I'm just paraphrasing what you're saying. I, I'm not and making... And I find it very <laughs> insensitive myself. Are you going to allow me... I don't call very often. Are you going to allow me to answer you, or are you just going to keep talking. Go ahead, Joe. I'm not making light of it at all. I'm making light of the fact, if anything, that President Biden is able or permitted and apparently needs some kind of care in order to get through the day. Now, I'm not saying he's... I think he's cognitively declining. I, I, I might be as well. There's nothing funny about it. I have relatives <laughs> in my family who've had this kind of issue, too. But the simple fact is, this man is President of the United States, and you wanted to hold Donald Trump to a higher standard, but you don't seem willing to hold uh, Joe Biden to this higher standard. If he can't realize where he is and what he's doing without being assisted then maybe somebody needs to talk to him. Yeah, one of, my, one of our listeners just sent me a text. He said, there you go again, making fun of Joe when he admitted that he's cognitively declined. I do that sometimes. I scoffed. I right. killed in Vietnam with somebody off my post on Okinawa. And for him to downplay people like McCain and people that went to serv- in service when he used his five deferments, it pissed me off. I'm just glad I go at that. It really did. All right. Thank you so much, Dick. If, Thanks you, if, he, if you didn't support him, even as a military veteran, basically... He didn't have any time for you. And he made that quite clear. Because a number of military veterans, he, he, he made disparaging marks, not just, not just John McCain. Okay. And right. it just irritates the hell out of me. Yep, I don't we, care if he went into service or not. All right, we got you. Thank you so much. Appreciate the call. 
1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We'll hit the break. Well, let's either read these emails, and then we have... Yeah, I, don't, uh, oh, I don't think Dick heard me. me. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, just one, uh, two emails. That's it. All right. Tom says, Elon Musk should buy Fox News and take it off the air. Trump was a pathetic president who rode the Obama wave. I have no idea what that means. Do you? Trump oh, well, the Obama economically, wave? you can say that when President Trump took oh, office, okay. that oh, economically think. things were recovering. But oh, that doesn't matter. I mean, President Trump certainly established. <laughs> There's Tom's democratic dementia again. Uh, President Trump certainly has an established record of having, you know, done economically things this that is pick are on, positive. This is pick on Joe Day. Good morning, <laughs> gentlemen. Hey, Mark, here's an idea for you. How about you and Joe trade places for the day? I think you could do a better argument for the Republicans than Joe has been doing for the Republicans. Thanks, Joe, for not helping. Helping Republicans. Odd, I've just been accused of helping them, and now I'm accused of not helping them. Well, <laughs> you know, this, this this relates to the Dr. Oz thing. Your, your good Republicanism is lifelong skin deep. You know, you definitely oh, know brother. what you like and what you don't <laughs> like, and you certainly know smaller governments better than big government, and lower taxes are better than high ones, and uh, handsome candidates are better than ugly ones, so here's an opportunity <laughs> to, you know... To so who among the Democratic candidates, do you, Republican candidates, do you think is ugly? Uh, it's just a Dr. Oz is a I don't think guy. any of the Republican <laughs> candidates are. <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't say that I could even picture them. I know what Joe Gale looks like, and uh, but anyway, he's governor or gubernatorial candidate. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com, and you can text us at seven zero two three six. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing and can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Joe, you're getting dissed. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. If you are interested in commenting, we've been talking about uh, one of our callers just referred to dementia. We talked about uh, Joe's man crush on Dr. Oz and that he would be a good candidate, or I'm sorry, be a good senator if elected. Uh, you can weigh in on that topic. We'd love to hear from you. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone uh, number. Judy is standing by. Good morning, Judy from Sunbury. You're on the mark. Yes, good morning. Uh, as far as Biden, I don't think anyone has ever said that there's anything wrong with his cognitive ability. So any comment that Joe makes are from his own observances, which I don't see anything wrong with. Okay. So I feel that, you know, the comment from the previous caller was really unfair because Joe has only made comments about what he sees and what he hears. 
And like I say, they say they're, they're trying to say there's nothing wrong with President Biden. So why? I don't think that in any way Joe's making fun of anything that does exist because apparently nothing exists. And besides, somebody just told me the other day now, I don't know how true this <laughs> is, but they said President Biden is the only one who could hide Easter eggs from himself. <laughs> There we go. And there it is. <laughs> There's the good dementia joke. All right. Thank you for... Yeah, a lot of people think dementia is deadly well, serious because they've really dealt with well, it. it and it's a tragic situation. So but, there's no, no, there's no argument that they that don't want Joe making light of it or saying Biden. that somebody like Joe is, has dementia if he doesn't really. All right. So if they aren't admitting it, why, why do we say that he has them? Well, there have been so many examples of his seeming uh, infirmity, if you will, mental infirmity, if you want to call it that, or cognitive infirmity, that are reported on all the media all the time. You know, the, the fact that he turns exactly. around to shake hands with nobody who, some, nobody's there, uh, that he often doesn't seem to know where he is or who's next, that he requires a list of people. Uh, my problem is that if he does have a problem, nobody's addressing it. And oh, if brother. the American people have a right to know whether or not their president is capable of doing the job. Oh, brother. Well, just, if they acknowledge it, then they have to do something about it. So, of course, they can't acknowledge, acknowledge it. it. Yep, that's a good point. Admission good is point. the first step to rehabilitation. Is that what I'm hearing here? <laughs> well, you're right. It could be. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very Thank much. Thank you, Judy. Appreciate your call. listening to you in the morning. Thank, Thank you, you for calling in. We appreciate your call. I particularly Infirm. appreciate it. <laughs> what? Infirm. You said infirmity. One of our listeners says Hugh Hewitt calls him infirmed. That's very accurate and not insulting. The definition of infirmity is of poor or deteriorated vitality, especially feeble from age, weak of mind, will, or character, uh, and not. And that's not insulting. Not <laughs> solid or st stable. <laughs> it would be pretty. <laughs> that's not the kindest things you could say about our president, but he's a, a public person, so this is what happens. All righty. Uh, oh, Dan is waiting. Sorry about that. Dan, you're on the mark. Here I am diddly-daddling. Good morning. Why, that's the reason me and maybe 30 to 40 percent of the people do not believe that Joe won the election. We knew this when he was running. He couldn't handle the job. So why would my fellow Americans even vote for a guy like Joe? To get President Trump out. And here Trump was doing, like Dennis, give you the list of things that Trump accomplished. Why would we get a man, put a man like that out of office and put in a guy that virtually never accomplished anything in his whole career in politics. Virtually nothing. And put a guy like him in. That's why the I believe 100% the election was stolen. <laughs> and there's no way it wasn't. We can't be that far gone in this country that we put a guy like that in that has done nothing to further America and here we are and by the way you know I kept telling you people over the years Trump was a genius well here my friend uh, 
I don't know which cable news put it out. They got Trump's records. He's darn near 200 IQ. So <laughs> he'd be a super genius. And he is, look how he talks. That's as high as IQ goes, right? <laughs> 200? Yeah. 200? No, I'm not certain. Well, I, I think that's the top. Yeah, if you're Don't 200, near. you're like a supercomputer. But he's the only God president I know that could stand there and take questions off the cuff and answer them. Oh, he, I'm sure lots of presidents have done that. Particularly Jack Kennedy. Yeah, lots of presidents have been able to handle questions off the cuff. That probably helped them to get where they're going. Yep. and that's Most of them have. <laughs> Trump had the IQ to do it, and it was obvious if you watched him that he had a—he was a super genius. And I'm not embarrassed to say that. And you people say he was such a terrible person. I, I don't agree with you. I look at his family. How many people do you know that has a family that follows in their footsteps? Quite a few, and, actually. And uh, I don't know <laughs> many, but... Have you ever but, heard of Legends of Success? It's all about family transitions. <laughs> right. and, uh, but anyway. But, but, that, but, you know, they all follow the conservative mentality, and they're in there working free for him, and he never took a salary either, Trump. Yeah, he took it, but he donated. Yeah, Dan, you're wrong. He took it, but he donated it. Right. It's, yeah, that's what I mean. Meant to say, he didn't get any benefit out of being president except being harassed 24/7. Okay, 24/7, he was harassed from the time he started to run, even to this day. He's still being harassed Let's by see. the left-wing media, by the woke crowd, and they just can't get Trump out of their mind. <laughs> but he lives rent-free in their brains. I've heard yes, that he before. That's yep. cute. That's a good one. Yeah, I, you Hold on a second, Dan. Well, U.S. News and World Report did an article about President Trump's IQ and said an article appeared in 2017 that said Trump's IQ would probably be about 156. This was based on the Wharton freshman SAT scores matching that of 156 IQ. However, President Trump transferred to Wharton as a junior and his SAT scores have been unavailable. The Post was uh, claimed that uh, the IQ of President Obama was somewhat lower, and they showed one of his uh, Fordham University um, uh, uh, what report cards, and he got a couple C's and a D plus and a Who did? F and something. President Trump. Okay, but of course he was just a student at the time, and they do show him at, at as the um, you know, well above average intelligence, 156. I think the average, if I and if I recall this right, I think average is 100 and 200 is you know, like Stephen Hawking or something. Hmm. Well, so, certainly smarter than other folks. Oh, no yeah, one's ever hit 200. This okay. No Stephen Hawking was 156. He certainly could take questions off the cuff, which. I, I know I could never do. I could never answer questions like he did, and neither can Biden. And a lot of other president, uh, Reagan was pretty good at taking questions off the cuff. There you go. All right, and, we got uh, you. But uh, 
but the one we have now could <laughs> never do it. Can't, and it's a, and it's not that I know you people aren't making fun of Joe. Neither am I. They're there for the grace, of, but for the grace of God, go I. He just shouldn't be president. He sh- and and he really isn't. But the left wing wanted him in there to manipulate this country. They don't want our country to be great. That's the problem. Oh, I doubt. Come on. Why uh, they that's hate ridiculous. This country. I can't right. Democrats I hate the country. They don't know. want it to be great. All right. We got you, Dan. All right. Thank you so much, sir. Thanks for checking in. You guys, have a great day. Great talking with you. Appreciate that. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. I got to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. It's oh, a please do. Family owned dealership. I ordered up uh, Joe's truck. It's going to be here in a couple of weeks. It, it is a limited in that slate green or slate gray bluish color that when you're in the sun, it lights up as blue but in the dark it's more of like a grayish hue and inside the light gray ventilated leather seats you're going to love these they have it has air conditioning and heat in the seats so you're going to have a cool backside when the time comes and a hot backside in the winter when you're driving around of course you can set it to pre-warm you can set the thermostat it'll start what however it'll judge how cold it is outside and will start accordingly if you say like you're going to get into your truck and come up here at 8:30 it'll start at 25 after in the summer but in the winter. It'll start at 20 after to make sure that it's 100% ready to go for you when you get in it. You can order the F-150 Limited with the double cab and the sunroof and the covered rear bed at the Sunbury Motor Company. Now this particular one, we got into the 60 range with the price on it because of all the leather and the sunroof and all this extra stuff. But Joe goes in style and it does have the speed mode. They call it sport, but that's what it means, speed. It uses all six cylinders to make sure that you can post the the posted legal speed limit, Joe, so you should be happy with that. And it is a fantastic truck that will last you forever. And guess what? It's hybrid, so the gasoline mileage in the city is going to be 24, on the highway about 27. So you're going to say... How fast? Zero to 60. Zero to 60, about eight seconds, I think. Yeah, I need faster. You need you need more. <laughs> okay, well, then you can put it in uh, part-time, all, put it in four-wheel, okay. so when you take off, you're getting the front wheel. Maybe that will help put you over the top. It is EcoBoost, so it does have turbochargers. They spool up when you're accelerating like you do at every intersection, so they'll help you out. All right, sunburymotors.com. That's where we got Joe's new truck. All right, welcome back. Joe, hit them texts real quick. All right, we'll do these quickly. Uh, Doug says to your caller, who is upset that Joe and others appear to be making fun of Biden because he may have dementia, we aren't making light of the disease or those who have it, but the people who thought it perfectly okay to have someone who is struggling mentally in the White House. My mother has dementia, so I'm aware of the signs, and the guy who currently thinks he is president (laughs) certainly shows those signs. Uh, Then one other one, hey, Dick, Biden's handlers should all be charged with elder abuse. Biden is obviously in mental decline and should be uh, nowhere near the levers of power. Well, I think if you should have thought of that when Trump was, when you put Trump in there. Another writer says, demented or incompetent, take your pick. And then a few years ago at the Tony Awards, Robert De Niro said, blank Trump. Everyone cheered and carried on, so I don't think it's just because it's a theater award. <laughs> <laughs> demented or incompetent, take, take your, your pick, pick right. says one of our emailers. I just read that. Oh. Then I certainly blame Jill Biden and the Biden family for allowing Joe to be paraded around and set up for derision, senility. If this is what he has, it's not comical, but the world leaders seem to be entertained by it. Eric, you get one minute. 
looking at the same article you did, Mark, on presidential IQ scores. Interesting. Um, uh, Cohen testifying before Congress under oath told the President, the House Oversight Committee, I'm talking about a man, President Trump, who declared himself brilliant but directed me to threaten his high school, his colleges, and the college board to never release his grades or SAT scores. Didn't somebody just say just because you have a high IQ doesn't mean you're smart? Well, right. Okay, so uh, granted. So, okay, here, here's my other fact on my last few seconds. Uh, they, they're able to get a uh, vocabulary by uh, going through speeches and so forth. And presidential vocabulary by grade level, Donald Trump, 4.6 grade level. Trump's speeches have a fourth grade reading level. So what is it? Is the fact that he's not very smart or he believes that the people he's talking to aren't very smart? Well, speech writers are dumbing it down so that everybody can understand it easily, right? How about that? And that's not but, unique to the okay. Trump administration. No, that's, that's a, not that's unique a, to the Trump okay. administration. Uh, Donald Trump, 4.6 grade level. President Obama, 9.7 grade level, almost over twice. So you tell me. Can't he, does he understand, or does he think we can't understand? Maybe Biden wanted to, or President Trump wanted to appeal to the common man more. Oh, so the common man's stupid, is that what you're saying? No, I think if if you want to appeal to people, like you hear this on advertisements a lot, they just use basic words, so you, you don't have to use a tremendous amount of thinking in order to understand what they're saying in a short amount of time. For the and same reason political spots don't say, my opponent is reprehensible. You know, you yeah, use civil words. My my mean. opponent stinks. That's what you say. Right. Yeah, but the only thing about Trump's IQ because he refuses it, like his his tax returns. <laughs> he doesn't. It's because he got into the Wharton School of Business. Oh, Eric, the was supposed to have a minute. Yeah, a minute. Before to get yes. in there All was right. one fifty six. Right. But he, thank you, he transferred in. Thank you, Eric. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Joseph. Thanks for waiting. You're on the mark. Yes, thank you, gentlemen, for taking my call. Uh, yeah, I wanted to comment on President uh, Biden. A lot of people say that he, who, who's running the show? It's not him. I, I don't necessarily believe that. This man, if you see when he gets angry at someone that asks him a question he doesn't like, he gets very determined and angry. And, and I think, uh, considering his past record in the Senate, <laughs> is a failure, a dismal failure. I think these decisions are, are he's making them, and they are terrible, period, you know? He's just making bad decisions, as you see when he talks. He, he makes bad decisions of the things that he says, just like when they were interviewing him, he was, had that uh, over in Afghanistan or in Poland. He said, you know, when you're in there, you're going to see, you know, these women or guys stand up in front of tanks and all this stuff. You know, and he just makes bad decisions, and he sticks by them. Now, they try and, you know, Jen Psaki, she tries to whitewash it and change it a little bit. You know what I mean? Well, he didn't really mean that. But, uh, yeah, I think he's running the show, and he's incapable of doing that job. Another thing I'd like to say about Dr. Oz, I don't know, and I'm not into politics at all. That's not my religion. That's some people's religion. Uh, I'm not going to mention any names here on the show. But uh, anyway, Dr. Oz is changes. He changes his mind on things, flip-flop, they say. Well, my goodness, uh, if a man can't change his mind, I was a liberal. I mean, I was a flaming liberal. I've, <laughs> I didn't, didn't want anything uh, conservative when I was growing up and stuff, and, uh, but I've changed. And if you, uh, here's a big word for you, implacable. 
It's in the Bible. It's inco- incapable of change. If you're incapable of change, you can never learn anything. Because every day I change my mind concerning some things that I thought was true, and now I find out they're not true. Don't you guys do that when you learn something? Yeah, I think you're 100% right. And and who has the same politics they ever had? And I think Dr. Oz is the same thing. When you're in Hollywood and you're speaking to Hollywood types and you're speaking to your Hollywood audience, that's one thing. And I think Dr. Oz will probably be a pretty good conservative senator. You know, he's not my choice, but I think once he gets there, he will have lots of handlers and help and his own intellect to make sure that he is the absolute best, most quintessential Republican senator you could have ever sent there. Well, again, uh, I number one, I don't get involved, as you, as you well know, in politics because I'm of a separate kingdom. I'm of a heavenly kingdom, so right. I cannot, you know, vote in elections and all that. So I don't really get involved in, you know, these people. Uh, furthermore, that again, as I said, um, I'd like to say this, and, and I say it with in love. I think you guys are hypocrites, and why do I say that? Because. Your religion, you don't want to hear about religion, but you have a religion, and it's political. Oh, well, you thought we weren't going to mention names, but there you go, mentioning names. You mentioned names, Joseph. Hey, Joseph, you said you weren't going to mention names. Joseph, you said you weren't going to mention names. You just mentioned us. What's that? You said you weren't going to mention names about whose religion was politics, but you just mentioned us. <laughs> yeah, I guess I did. All right, well, I, I that, apologize. All right, that. well, you should. You need to p- apologize for that. <laughs> and moving on. <laughs> moving on. All right. I, but it is a religion, you know. Well, I guess it is for some people, sure. Well, uh, for somebody who says you're not taking part in it, you sure have a lot of opinions. Oh, yes, uh, of course. <laughs> I have a lot of opinions about a lot of things that I don't participate in. <laughs> You know, well, I don't the, very act of, the very act of I, thinking about them is participation, isn't it? No. No, it's not. No, it's not. Okay. I, I think about women's health care when we're doing a story, but I don't participate in it. You might. <laughs> okay, right. All right. Thank you, Joseph. Thanks Thank for checking you, in today. Have a good weekend. Much appreciated. Yeah, you too. Bye. 1-800-795-9565. Joe, read the first sentence of your clipping, and then we'll take the break. Okay. This is an opinion piece by Jason Chaffetz, uh, former Utah congressman. He says, long Long gone is the Democratic Party of your parents' generation. They have morphed and contorted themselves into a political party that no longer is relatable or recognizable to most of America. All right. To be continued, have the parties evolved to the point that they're unrecognizable? Republican and Democrat, all and Republicans, have they evolved at all, or are they the same people they ever were? 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com. Text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Ch-ch-ch- 
Yeah, didn't you say Democrats were the worst party in terms of slavery? Then came the 60s, and they turned that around. Of course, now Republicans have gone the other way. Oh, Republicans are for slavery? No, they're for Thank white you. supremacy. Oh, they are? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, well, And the Klan. You know. And what are Democrats for? Well, oh, they're just for love and peace and we know all that sorts of good things and We know that the head of the Republican Party feels that some white supremacists are really fine people. We know this to be true without fail. He said there were really fine people on both sides. Well, meaning that there are some white supremacists there that are really fine people, Except so for the fact that they hate blacks and can, Jews. Can for, well, no, wait a second. You're assuming a white supremacist hates other people. Maybe they just support the white race. Does that make them hate-filled and un, un-American? You need to bone up on your so supremacy. So black, black power is okay, or Black Lives Matter, that's okay, but white supremacist... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm trying to figure out what's yeah, acceptable I was gonna say, in your Joe, world. Yeah, I going to say, Joe, you are digging a hole. What's acceptable in your world? Uh, Joanne, you are on the mark. Thank you so much for calling in. Hi, um, I've just been listening to your program, and and I hear a lot of people talking about Biden's uh, mental capacity being diminished, and uh, I I don't hear anyone talking about um, the mental health of of Donald Trump. Um, He's he's got uh, serious psychopathic issues, and, uh, you know, according... (laughs) According to science, you know, uh, he should have been diagnosed. And, and I'm, you know, I'm saying that um, if we have people running for president, they should all be tested. They should be tested for dementia. They should be tested for um, emotional balance, for psychological capacity. Uh, when Donald Trump was in office, he was not able to run the, the government. He, he had people doing things for him all the time. Um, uh, when, when, it came, when COVID came around, he couldn't deal with uh, working with other people. That's the scariest part for me is he couldn't go to uh, um, the UN or uh, NATO and speak with, with uh, his peers um, because if, if people didn't agree with him, he wouldn't listen to them. The only people he could talk to was uh, Trump, I mean, um, Putin, and... Well, we know he's a full-blown narcissist, you know, and that's a diagnosis, but it's not, it doesn't prevent you from being president. Well, that's, it should, it should, because he couldn't sit down and and work with our allies. Gotcha. Because of his narcissism. He couldn't listen to them, he couldn't... um, share information. He couldn't say, well, that's a good idea. I have one. Maybe this is better. He's not, he's not, he wouldn't be able to behave that way with his condition. Gotcha. He, he wouldn't be able to talk to people uh, uh, as a president should. He wouldn't be able to weigh the pros and cons and make good judgment. When, when COVID came around, he couldn't deal with that. He would have had to, you know, get, um, you know, have the manufacturers make uh you know, the uh, PPE equipment and organize it to, to go here and there. He had the states fighting with each other. He, he gave COVID to Pence, and Pence didn't have a clue of what to do. <laughs> but he did spur on the development yeah, of, the, one uh, thing. of the vaccines. But it was yeah, a multidimensional yeah. crisis, and he, he, that's yeah, the only he, thing he, he nailed. That. He got the vaccine. But I, as far as organizing rational 
behaviors, you know, a, a coordinating, uh, listening to specialists who, who know a lot more than he did. He, re, he refused to do that at every turn. And that scared me because, it, you know, as far as the war that's going on right now in Ukraine, it, you know, if uh, Trump were involved, he'd, he'd, he would have no uh, qualms about, uh, right. you know, bombing the whole place. All right. Well, thank I you. Mean, so look at the symptoms. Uh, uh, check it up. But bear, uh, bear in uh, mind, in all Judy or Joanne, with all due respect, he is the one who pulled, started us out on the road out of Afghanistan. So I don't think he, the assumption that he would have started a third world war is a valid one. To be honest well, with you, he may have had, he may have had, um, you know, good advisors there. But but what I'm saying is that you know he he needs. All of our presidents need to be checked for their capacity to work with other people and to understand <laughs> policies. We have to give them the Joanne graciousness test. Yeah, if we're going to see start mental, mental exams for people to run for office. We're going to have very few candidates oh, running. Oh, no. we got a lot of good <laughs> candidates who would, would be fill in there. Thank you so much, Thanks, Joanne. Joanne. Really appreciate it. Great Take call. Care. Thank you. Uh, who's next? Stan. Stan. Go right ahead, sir. You're on the mark. Got a couple minutes left. Good morning. Good, good morning. I can see Joanne is a consumer of the mainstream media from her comments <laughs> right, right there. She, she can't be right that, if she's not Mark, you. Mark? Yes, sir. You, you were saying about how the Democrats were the supporters of slavery, blah, 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 and in the 60s things switched, and now it's Republicans. Right. I'm sorry. Human trafficking is probably worse now than it's ever been. And who's in charge and who's allowing it to happen? Human trafficking so. is a form of slavery. <laughs> so you're saying the Trump administration didn't stop it either, so it's any elected leader that is responsible for this? No, no. Somebody was, Trump was trying to stop it, wasn't he? He wanted to build the wall and close the border off permanently. He gotcha. was fought tooth and nail. The Democrats constantly fought him. And now who's in charge and basically threw the border wide open and is going to allow people just to come in willy-nilly. We'll, uh, we'll give them cell phones so they can report in when they're supposed to. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Well, I and, guess and, there's, and, and the cartels are making <laughs> billions of dollars off of it, trafficking these people into this country. Okay, so yeah. President Biden or Trump notwithstanding, I think it's safe to say that uh, today Dem Democrats are the party of uh, more equal opportunity and Republicans are the party of less so. Biden and Trump excluded from that list. Where do you, not, more where do you come up with that? How do you get that, Mark? How do you get that? Yeah, I'm a, I'm oh, a stand on that. We're out of time. <laughs> Yeah, I guess we'll have to yeah, tune in tomorrow yeah, okay. for the answer. Yeah, we'll, we'll have, I'll have the answer. Democrats still the party of slavery. There we go. Plain All right. Simple. Thank have you so much, one. Stan. You too, Stan. Appreciate that. Republicans are the party of the Klan. Is that what you're saying? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Moving on. You're li Thank you, Joe. See have you a Monday. great retirement-lengthened weekend, you lucky guy. I'll be here tomorrow. John Shipman, our good co-host, will be back. This is WKOK Sunbury.